Control Workplace Hazards. Section 3. Describe long-term hazards in the trades. Long-term hazards may be described in two different ways. Hazards that don't result in injuries that have immediate effects. Hazards which, through extended exposure, cause negative health effects such as respiratory diseases, repetitive strain injuries, skin diseases, or hearing loss. Airborne hazards. Some job tasks may expose you to dust or gases that can make you sick or damage your lungs if you breathe them in. These materials can enter the bloodstream and travel to other parts of your body as well. If there is a hazard of airborne materials in the workplace, a risk assessment should be conducted and, if necessary, an exposure control plan must be implemented. Dusts. Health hazards are not limited to hazardous materials. For example, inhaling wood dust without proper protection can cause permanent lung damage even though wood is not a hazardous material. Dusts are fine particles that can remain suspended in the air and are less than 10 micrometers in size. Typical dust mass remove 95% of particles 0.3 microns in size or larger. When hazardous dusts are present in the workplace, WorkSafe BC recommends taking the following actions in order of importance. Control the production of hazardous dust by changing the process that produces it. If the process cannot be changed, install adequate ventilation to control the dust. If the dust cannot be controlled, restrict access to the area where the dust is present. If workers are required to work in areas where hazardous dust is present, they must wear appropriate personal protection. The use of an appropriate respirator for the conditions will ensure the worker's safety. The above actions are ordered by level of long-term safety for the workers. Simple dust masks are not adequate to prevent injury from hazardous dust. Respirator-type masks with double head straps suited to the type of dust must be used. See competency A4 describe personal safety practices for more information on respirators. Airborne fibers. Particles classed as airborne fibers are larger than particles in the dust class. Both dusts and fibers are carried in the air. Airborne fibers can be even more dangerous than the finest dusts. The composition of fibers is the factor that determines the hazard. Fibers from wood are irritants, while asbestos fibers are linked to lung cancer. Asbestos. Asbestos is a fibrous material that was used in many products up until the late 1980s because it added strength, heat resistance, and chemical resistance. During the past 20 years, exposure to asbestos is more common when old asbestos is removed or otherwise disturbed, rather than situations where new asbestos is installed. Workers repairing or renovating an old building may be at risk of exposure to asbestos used in the construction of that building. Asbestos is a very hazardous material and requires extreme safety precautions. Its fibers are extremely fine and can stay in the air for hours. Workers exposed to asbestos-contaminated air can inhale these fibers. If handled without caution, asbestos can cause the serious condition known as asbestosis. Asbestosis is a chronic lung disease resulting from prolonged exposure to asbestos fibers. 
fibers gradually cause the lung to become scarred and stiff, making breathing difficult. Lung cancer may be caused by asbestos fibers in the lung. Mold. Mold can go quickly, quickly in damp spaces, such as cardboard, paper, wood, and drywall. As mold grows, it releases spores into the air. Exposure to mold spores can affect your health, especially if you have allergies, asthma, or a weak immune system. Toxic metals. The term heavy metals generally refers to the toxic metal metallic elements lead, mercury, arsenic, and cadmium. These metals or compounds containing these metals tend to build up in the bodies of living organisms over a long period of time. Eventually, the concentration of the metals reaches a point where they become toxic and pose a significant health hazard. These heavy metals can get into our bodies when we inhale contaminated dust or ingest foods that have been exposed to or contain toxins. Lead. Lead is a heavy metal occasionally found in old paint or plumbing solder. Sanding painted surfaces that contain lead produces airborne lead dust. Workers exposed to this dust risk inhaling it and may suffer from lead poisoning if proper safety precautions are not taken. Although lead has not been used in interior paint since the 1950s, refinishing lead-painted wood is still a significant hazard. Symptoms of lead poisoning include digestive discomfort, constipation, anorexia, nausea, fatigue and weakness, personality change, headache, hearing loss, tremor, or lack of coordination. Mercury. Mercury is a heavy metal that was previously used in switches, fluorescent light bulbs, and many other applications. In 1990, elevated levels of mercury were found in persons exposed to interior latex, water-based paint containing phenyl mercuric acetate, a preservative used to prolong the paint's shelf life. Symptoms to mercury poisoning include muscle cramps or tremors, headache, intermittent fever, and personality change. Regardless of whether paint is new or old, latex or oil-based, always wear a respirator to prevent inhaling hazardous paint dust or vapors when sanding a painted surface. Arsenic. Arsenic is a heavy metal used in wood preservatives. Workers who are in contact with wood preservatives or pre-treated wood must follow the precautions outlined for the product. Cadmium. Nickel cadmium, NICAD, batteries contain cadmium, a highly toxic heavy metal. Always read manufacturer's instructions when charging and disposing of NICAD batteries. As long as NICADs are kept sealed and are never short-circuited or severely overcharged, NICAD batteries are perfectly safe to use and do not vent toxic material. Cadmium can also be found in older brazing material as well as stainless steel electrodes. Vapors and gases. A gas is a low-density chemical compound that normally fills the space in which it is released. It has no physical shape or form. Vapor is a gas produced by evaporation. Workplace tasks can produce several hazardous vapors and gases. Ultraviolet radiation, surface coatings, shielding gases, 
and welding electrode coatings are some sources of vapors and gases. Off-gassing. Off-gassing is the release of chemicals from non-metallic substances. As an example, off-gassing is responsible for the distinctive new car smell in new automobiles. Anytime there's an odor from a substance, that's off-gassing. However, some off-gassing is odorless, which makes detection difficult. Many new construction materials have an off-gassing period in which they emit volatile organic, organic compounds, VOCs. VOCs are chemicals that often come from various household products like paints, lacquer, printers, pesticides, cleaning supplies, carpets, and adhesives. VOCs are known to cause nose and throat irritation, headaches, nausea, and even damage to the central nervous system. You should always increase ventilation during the period of VOC off-gassing and consider using an air purifier. Musculoskeletal injury. Some of the tasks you will perform at work, such as lifting, reaching, and repeating the same movements can strain your body. These tasks can result in injury to the muscles, tendons, ligaments, nerves, blood vessels, and joints of the neck, shoulders, arms, wrists, legs, and back. These injuries are called musculoskeletal injuries, or MSI, or repetitive strain injuries, RSI, and typically result from overexertion or repetitive motion. Occupational skin diseases. Skin is susceptible to dermatitis caused by exposure to chemicals that strip oils from the skin. To prevent this condition, you must minimize contact with these chemicals. Occupational allergic contact dermatitis can be avoided by personal hygiene, engineering control methods, good housekeeping, and personal protection. Personal hygiene, including hand washing, is very important to prevent contact dermatitis. But workers should be aware that excessive hand washing with soap and detergents can also damage the skin. Hearing loss. Exposure to loud noise over a long period of time can cause hearing loss, even if the noise is not loud enough to cause pain. Earplugs or earmuffs shall be worn in any shop or job site where the general or steady state noise levels exceeds 85 decibels. Basically, if you have to raise your voice to be heard by someone who is less than two feet away, you need to be wearing hearing protection. <laughs>